This is the O Shift podcast series with best-selling author Jennifer Powers and Mark Tucker, brought to you by our friends at National MI University. This is the O Shift podcast series with Mark Tucker and Jennifer Powers. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Wildcard. Wildcard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're following up on a uh, conversation that we had about using coaching, what yeah. coaching is, and using coaching on yourself. Yeah, and if you didn't catch that episode, um, we talked about Jennifer Powers, who is a master certified coach, is credentialed by the International Coaching Federation. This is what you do a lot. Uh, you teach mm -hmm. coaching, you coach, you've written material on coaching, yep. um, and if you look at O'Shift you'll find coaching questions in there. So I thought that's right. I thought it was a nice, relevant topic to talk about, um, and it fits well in this wild card. Yeah, and some people don't realize, even though if they read O-Shift, they don't realize that those flip-find-freak questions are coaching questions. Right. They're self-coaching questions, which we covered in that episode. We did, and, and so what I was hoping, Jen, maybe is that you could talk about, you know, we talked about self-coaching, but also about what's a tool that you can use through coaching on other people. Right, right. Well, if you if you look at those questions or any questions you would ask yourself as a self um, trying to guide yourself to a more positive mindset or reaction, you can actually use those same questions and craft similar questions for others to help others follow the light or have a change in, in mindset or perspective. And this is something, again, I love to teach leaders. Leaders love to learn it because it does so much for not only the relationship, but the effectiveness of their leadership. Because when you are not telling, not commanding and controlling, and instead you're asking others for their thoughts, their ideas, their solutions, then you are empowering them. You're also building trust in the relationship. And there's just so much goodness. You're, you're taking weight off of your plate, right? Um, lightening your load as a leader by empowering others. And you just, you're just really building a culture of positivity and empowerment and accountability. Yeah. And not to mention you're when they're part of the solution that they're going to come to, mm. they're more connected and more yeah, they accountable. Have buy -in. Yeah. They're buy-in and accountable. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Chances are if you threw a stone <laughs> and hit one of your workers, they would probably prefer to um, be engaged mm -hmm. in the process of decision making, problem solving, creativity than to just be told what mm -hmm. to do. Right. Yep. Just don't throw the stone too hard. That could hurt. Talk them on the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so this is something that is easy for some leaders to adopt and it, or just people in general. And some find it challenging. I know just in personal lives, people find it very valuable to give their friends and family advice, mm -hmm, right? Just mm -hmm. to like, tell them what you think they should do. Sure. That's what we've been doing for eons. Right. But I encourage people just to consider to not carry the load of that person and maybe ask them, try to craft a, a coaching question that might help them help themselves, if you will. Yeah, it seems to me that, I mean, if I'm a manager or a leader, part of my way of validating that I am, you know, showing that I am yeah. is by telling you what to do or to how to do it. I mean, that's I, I got to have all the answers. Mm. I mean, isn't that why I'm the leader? And I think that the aha is figuring out that that's really not necessary. I think it was at one time, 
like a decade ago, uh-huh. I think that was actually really valuable. And if you didn't know the answer, you weren't earning your keep. And to your point, I think time is changed. Times are changing, right? Um, especially with the new generation that's coming up. It's like they want to be a part of the process. Mm-hmm. And so you have to kind of adjust your leadership style, right? I think the same thing is true for our personal affairs like we want to be valuable friends just tell our friends what to do yeah yeah but i'll guarantee you that you are going to be seen as a better friend the more listening you do yeah and questioning than just telling yeah it's so great um i had a um a friend i won't say his name obviously but bob let's call him bob okay bob that's actually his name no it's not (laughs) Um, he was stressing because he has started a practice and he's now he's got underlings, you know, yeah. he didn't call them that, but he was going to have to go meet with them and tell them some changes had to be made. Mm. And he was, he, he was fairly nervous about that because he didn't picture himself as that kind of boss, the guy that had to like lay down the law. Right. But at the same time, something needed to change. And we were having, uh, having uh, a lunch together and this was shortly before he was to have his meeting. And I suggested that he use some of these coaching skills that you present, Jen, mm. and that he go into that meeting with a more, hey, listen, this is the boat we're in. Mm. Something has to change. Mm. That's all true. I, I need to hear from you guys how we can get there. Mm. Your best ideas, okay? What that did, instead of him laying out whatever he can imagine is the best way to get there, which is really limited to his experience. Exactly. And a lot of work. And a lot of work. And a lot of him crossing his fingers that he's got the authority to make that happen to a situation where they're coming up with solutions that make the most sense to whatever skills that they have. Mm. The byproduct of that, as you said, is the buy-in to get it. Now he could just say, great, okay, when can you start? When, right. when can you try that? Okay, when can you have it done? That kind of thing. And he just can follow up on their commitments. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. And it's it feels risky because it feels like Bob won't know what he's doing. But actually, the opposite is true. And if you have to give people a heads up, just say, you know, I have some ideas, but I really am interested in what your ideas yeah. are. Um, you don't have to position yourself as a desperate, you know, solution seeker from others. And um, just give yourself that opportunity to take the load off of you and share it with people because they really want it. Yeah, People really want it. And the thing is, you have to give them the space to grab it. Like you can put it out there, but you need to give them a minute to like go, oh, you're serious. Yeah, You want, oh, okay, I'll, let me grab it. I'm taking it, right? And then give them time to really think about it and watch what happens. It is unbelievably empowering. It's a game changer. You're right. I mean, that's the hard part is keeping your mouth shut as they're they're processing because, you know what, they're not used to that. They're not used. And neither are you. Right. And so, but you you really got to keep your mouth shut because as soon as you get in the habit of bailing them out, yep. they'll get used to that. That'll be the new pattern. That's right. And you're, then it's like you're not asking them at all, right? You're just asking them as a formality and then just throwing out your answers. So it's kind of like, you know, literally stick your tongue between your molars, bite down gently, don't bleed, and <laughs> um, wait yeah. and just wait. And Because they need time to process the fact that you are serious. You yeah. are literally asking them for their opinion. Yeah. And that's new for a lot of people. And maybe even a little scary for some direct reports or some colleagues. So give them space. And this is such a big deal when you can do this. 
Well, you know, Jen, and I think it's new to our generation, but honestly, I almost think it's sort of expected with the new generation. A lot of folks our age are struggling with, you know, working or, or how to work with millennials. And if you're mm. a millennial out there, don't take offense at this. It's just that you guys think in a different way. Yeah. And I believe respond much better to a coach approach yes. than the old Absolutely. style. Yes, command and control. It is times are changing. So it is like safer, more safe now than ever to employ some of this philosophy. And I encourage you guys to do it. And if you if you struggle with it, you know, you might find someone who is a coach who can help you sort of start to um, adopt this mindset and release some of the hold that you might have. There's things you have to let go of in order to adopt this mindset. And a coach is a perfect person to to work with to do that. Nice. Um, this can literally change your game, you know, if you want it to. Where could, would you say, could somebody go to like the ICF website yeah. or what? How? Yeah, sure. Um, coachfederation.org. Hmm. You can do a coach search there. There's also coaching programs. You can enroll yourself in to learn the art of coaching to use in your work and your life. It. Yeah, it's brilliant. Hopefully this is something that opens your eyes to another possibility. That's our goal here. And I'm also hoping that you spend most of today loving yourself. Thanks again to our friends at National MI for sponsoring today's topic. If you're interested in learning more about National MI's mortgage insurance products and services and the webinars and courses they offer, please visit nationalmi.com slash MIU. Also to find out more about O-Shift and how you can get international speaker Jennifer Powers to keynote at your next event, visit oshift.com. We hope you join us again.